When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a wild podcast as appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and as always, joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer for this 148th episode of The Good Show. Yes. yes. The Good Show. That's we, our trademark the, now. The Good Show. We, we are on the road to episode 150. We're on the road again. Yeah, we start as the good show, then we move to the great show, and then it's the best show. So just tag along for that adventure. <laughs> I mean, the the, the 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 proper naming convention would be we'd go from good to great to ultra, the ultra yeah. show. Oh yeah, there we go. That's it. We're gonna and have then, like a whole, a whole and then mega ceremony, and then all all sorts of fun stuff. Um, <laughs> man, 148 of these. Good lord. Uh, so. We have a lot. Uh, we have a, we have a decent amount to talk about today. If you're new to the show, we do a bunch of news uh, up front, and then we do some deeper dive stuff in the back half. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was just announced uh, a week ago. We don't have any more information, but that's not going to stop us from speculating on it. So stay tuned for that, especially because uh, Christian seemed to have dug up uh, a little bit of a factoid about my favorite of the starters play Coco. So I'm excited to, to go into that. All right. Uh, you can watch us live twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Some folks are new here. Ebby 304. First time watching on Twitch. Congratulations. Welcome. We missed you. Um, Let's see, General Code 24 couldn't make it to last week, but is here this week. And as always, we've got Calder, Zenpai. I'm sure Rankin is uh, lurking somewhere in the chat for sure. Uh, but yeah, we love uh, love getting uh, having the chat there to keep us honest because we need it. And uh, yeah, let's get into this. Okay. We've got our, is this our second Arceus giveaway or is this the first Arceus? Arceus this, giveaway. I can't remember. This isn't the first. This would have to be the second or the more. second, right? Yeah. So we've, we've, we've got a new giveaway. Um, it's for a bunch of items again. Um, mm -hmm. So this one, you get five grit pebbles, five rare candies and five star pieces. If you enter the code, thanks for your help. That's THX for the number your help. And keep in mind that the O in your is actually a zero because you can't enter O's into mystery gift. So, yeah, so it runs until the end of this month. So you should go and do that because, you know, rare candies are nice. Star pieces give you money so you can, like, maybe make some progress towards adding one more slot to your your satchel. And grit pebbles uh, increase your individual levels or whatever we're calling those nowadays. So I have, to, I have to make a confession that well, literally, I think it was probably only like a couple days ago. I realized that you're like supposed to make money off star pieces. <laughs> what? I made. Did you, did so you think that, that you were you're oh, just supposed to hold on to them from some special I had, thing? I kept 
I kept wondering. I was like, I, I, I'm going to meet these at some point. You know, I kept him in the post game. I was like, I'm I'm going to need these at some I'm going to need right? these. Like, it's going to be something. And I was like, okay, well, I, I need some money. I need to fill out my, my satchel. So I'm just going to sell them. And I realized how much they sold for. And it clicked. <laughs> And I was like, I'm supposed to be, I had, I made so much money. I had so many star pieces. Oh, oh man, it, it was great. So I just like fully maxed out my satchel because I had so much money. Uh, but yeah, so basically I realized that uh, the thing holding me back in Arceus was capitalism. <laughs> but I have a full satchel now. So that was great. Uh I have, a, I have a slight tangent only because of the, the mention of rare candies. Um, I was on Friday went over to uh, my neighbors who have become basically our friend's house uh, the other night. And they had just gotten a uh, Pokemon sword for their kid and playing it on the switch. And I guess this must've been, the first Pokemon game that he has played since gold and silver. And he was hooked, like legitimately like bought the other game to play on to like to play on the switch. So he could play the, the game opposite his kid and pro and I would not be surprised. I'm going to find out. Uh, I'm going to text him right now and see. I think he probably bought a switch as well this weekend to also play. <laughs> so he does not have to, does not wow. have to show. But he was, it was so cool sitting down with someone who was re-experiencing Pokemon for the first time in just about 20 years, right? And, and how easy it was for him to kind of jump back into a game that is very clearly you know aesthetically very different it has a few new mechanics and stuff into it but he just was like 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 he found a rare candy and like yeah sure like in the in sword and shield rare candies are all over the freaking place but i remember but if we remember in the early games like they, they were harder to come by oh yeah uh, than oh, than anything else <laughs> so he so he picks one up and he's like oh i'm not going to use this yet i'm going to hold on to this and save this and i'm like no you can probably go ahead and use it you're going to definitely find more he's like oh, i don't know about that i'm going to hold on to it and then maybe like 20 minutes later he picks up another one and it's just like oh, oh okay i got another one all right i'm going to hold on to this until i really need it uh to to level up my my pokemon when i'm getting close to uh, uh when i'm getting close to to the gym and i'm like Oh, this was uh, was was fantastic. It's funny. Good caller in the chat goes, except if you knew the missing no trick. Like, that was that was a thing he brought up. Like he brought up a bunch of really old like like Pokemon superstitions, Pokemon myths and like legit old, uh, you know, the OG kind of hack stuff. Like I said, it was so cool to see because like that's all right. Right. Like that's part of the reasons why we do this. Right. Like this is a show that is geared towards diehard fans, new fans and, and lapsed fans. And so, you know, we we see it on a pretty regular basis with just folks tweeting at us, comments, uh, all that jazz. But to see it in person and, and like in action was was pretty phenomenal. I enjoyed it very much. Anyway, let's get back on track. Oh, we got another big Pokemon card sale. 
Yeah, I, I actually I'm surprised that I didn't put this in. But it's because Pokemon Day happened, so I, I think sure. we like lost track. But yeah, a Pikachu Illustrator card um, sold for nine hundred thousand dollars. For those, and so and like you know, for those who have been listening for a while, like or folks who follow Pokemon know the Pokemon Illustrator card is like. That's the card, right? That's yeah. the grail. That's that like is the grail the all of and all. <laughs> that is the grail of grails. Uh, there are, you know, that's what there's, there's not, is there two? Or there, like, no, there's like, like seven available. There's, there's, yeah, like there's not many. Seven, was like, it, well, I'm assuming it was graded. Yeah, it was yes. a graded one, okay. but here's the wild thing. So there's one that's a, it's a PSA nine. And, you know, that's, that's like, you know, that, that's the best one. Um, there are two that have sold recently that are like PSA sevens, and this mm-hmm. is one of the PSA seven ones. This is not the nine. So, yeah. and for wow. it to sell that much, like I don't know if it was the same PSA seven, but like the last mm-hmm. PSA seven sold for like three hundred thousand dollars, which is still like mm. a wild of money. But you know, this is it's not nine hundred thousand. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like it's Seriously. it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, that nine, if that ever shows up on the block, I mean, that's got to be a three to five million dollar card. I, I, you know, at this point, I it would not surprise me. Like, yeah. you know, I we've talked about like, you know, like, oh yeah, the the vintage Pokemon market is probably plateaued. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when it comes to this card that has like so much lore, and there's yeah. literally like less than 10 of them in the world yeah, this like, one this it, one is, is a little a different special case well yeah. no this one Jeez. this one's just this one's not it? like a this one's not like a psa 10 charizard first edition shadowless whatever right like those yeah. there's a decent amount of those out there now i mean look which still sell for stupid amounts of money but yeah. this this card is is special like well, like i'm just trying to figure out like you know in in an alternate universe where i have the kind of money to just lay out miscellaneously right. for a card like this like what do you do with it like do you like buy a pedestal do you have an entire room <laughs> in your mansion just like dedicated just... to like housing this card like wh- or, or do you put it in like a bank vault and hope that it just accrues interest because of the like whole pokemon secondhand market like i'm trying to figure out what what, what do you do with something like this <laughs> I mean, yeah it, it's interesting because um I not that I have not that I have something like this, but I have something that, for all intents and purposes, does not exist. Um, is a is a comic that you know essentially got uh, printed but never released, kind of thing, right? Oh, and so uh, and I've got that like just in a bank safe somewhere because I'm like one day, one day <laughs> I will pull it. Out. But what, one what's day. the comic? I can't. I can't even say. Like what? The, wow! You know, everyone oh, in the man. chat's gonna start guessing now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll but anyway, but like that's right. But like, I would imagine if you have the money to drop on something like this, you have the money to showcase it safely. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, that there, there's so much. Like I mean, the, the the rarest collectibles that I own are probably you know to to Hopper's dismay, Funko Pops. <laughs> like I have, <laughs> like I have several several ones that are worth a lot, and. Yeah. I like so this past weekend, I went to a store that just has, you know, random stuff here in Nashville. And I walked in there and not secured at all. They had a Funko, a very rare Funko worth like $500 just sitting on a shelf. 
And I watched as a kid threw it on the ground and it <gasps> completely dented the box. It ripped. So like for people oh, who no. collect that, what that just was like, it? totally ruined the value. And I was just sitting there like, stunned <laughs> that they that, that, that weren't protecting it and so when i think of like having a nine hundred thousand dollar collectible like this this like pikachu illustrator card like i would hire somebody to just protect it yeah if i have yeah. that kind of money it has a yeah. bodyguard 100 <laughs> percent. well that's it that's probably not the only expensive collectible you own if you uh, oh no absolutely <laughs> not it's just one of many <laughs> yeah i say the probably the I have a couple of books that are worth a lot of money. Probably, the, probably the the most like notable one would be I have a first edition Harry Potter, like, and the you know uh, Sorcerer's Stone. I think that's what it's called in the U.S. Uh, yep. But you know, it's it's an American one, and um, so you know, it's only it's it's worth a few. It's it's worth a little bit. It's not as worth as much as if it were the English version. But sure. you know, like, it really made me mad when like J.K. Rowling, like, you know like when all went crazy yeah i was like actively <laughs> mad about that I'm like oh so it's just like sitting somewhere like I, i've got in a safe spot but it's like not prominently displayed or anything like that I'm like that's stupid i have a uh i've got i'll, I'll show it right here i've got a a kind of random uh pop that i got that like i got because i wanted it and i didn't realize that like later it was you know something and christian's gonna roll his eyes because he's a wrestling fan and he knows uh what this but um the funko headquarters in uh hollywood the funko store in hollywood put out a limited edition zack Ryder pop that was able to get signed by uh by zack Ryder. uh and like it's it says it says it's limited to 500 pieces and i just thought to myself Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, like five hundred. That's still kind of a lot, right? And then I go like on pop price, right? It's like an eight. It's like an eight hundred dollar pop. And I was just like, holy moly! I, like I legitimately had no idea. I like I literally picked it up because uh, Christian knows, like Zach Ryder is a or Matt Cardona is you know a, a hometown hero, and so uh, you know for for us Long Island wrestling fans, and so um, so I needed it. But you, uh, you, what you need to do is next time he like you know ne ne next time he does like he has a, a feud match. to like light, light it on fire. But no, you, next time he does like a death match, you show up yeah. with that Funko and have him sign it in his own blood. Uh, <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> now, see, now I just need one of the Pokemon Funko Pops to bring this all around to be worth something like that kind of money. Dude, some of them are some of them are nuts. I didn't realize there's a um like the Diamond Charmander one I saw the other day. Uh, like I just happened to be um perusing through ebay just a little bit and um uh like that one is a couple hundred dollars and i'm like what and like and here's it, the thing here's here's sense. the problem funko puts out like their initial waves of stuff and i'm like oh that's cool but what they don't tell you is is they put out a bunch of diamond edition versions of them mm. flocked versions of them like there are so many different variants of them that just like kind of pop up in the wild i'm like i legitimately had no idea these are things that exist i had to stop so when we I used to write about the Funko Pokemon like a lot more. Uh, like nowadays, like you know, we have a different guy who kind of covers right. those, and I love them because I I don't care about Funko Pops. Um, and uh, but you know, like I get alerts whenever they come out with new ones. But it was like, how do I write three hundred words about the slightly moldy variant of Squirtle <laughs> that has just come out? It's it's Squirtle. But with felt on it, and I'm like I don't know, like what is like I think I even I mean, had to be to fair. I do, I do like the flocked ones better. 
I, I, I like, have no. I like the them. nice soft velvety te- texture on them. Although it's weird for like one like Squirtle because he's a turtle. Yeah, see that one doesn't make sense. But like the flock TV one makes total sense. Evie or the Vulpix one. Yep. Like those make sense, you know, because they're little Pikachu. Totally fine. But you're not supposed to feel them anyways because you're never supposed to take them out of the box or otherwise Mm -hmm. they lose all their value, right? Oh lord, and and that that is the true conversation. See, here's the here's the but here's the here's the thing about Funkos, right? Like. You can legitimately remove them from their. If you are careful, you can get them out in and out of the box with relative ease without damaging any of it. I mean, like if you throw it against a wall or something or whatever. But like, as long as you keep the box undented and the plastic, you know, in good shape, and well, there's, there's no like seals or anything like. No, that? they do not have seals. Oh, what, like yeah, which is what I, which is yeah, which is really like the minute they decide to add that, that's it, game over. The whole market. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Jeez. Yep. I mean, one. Yep. I'm actually kind of shocked. I'm actually kind of shocked that they don't. I'm actually. Hold on. I'm pulling one up right now. I don't think that's got to be deliberate. Yeah. No, they're. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, they're not. Yeah. Uh, that's that is a deliberate choice so that you know you, that it mean you can maintain the collectability, you know, mm-hmm. while still being because I, I I personally you know part of the reason why one of my many reasons why I don't like Funko Pops. Um, is because, you know, like uh, so much of like the display value is you have to put them in, keep them in the stupid boxes and stuff like that. And in case you haven't like figured it out, I hate stuff in boxes. I, that's yep. not how, you know, I believe these things are meant Christian to be. Christian likes, like, likes to let, let them breathe. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't, that's why I don't collect action figures is like, you know, like I have a couple of action figures they're they're nice, but, um, like, like I don't like, you know, like if you take them out of the box it's like, well, you've, they've lost all their value, and like you get yelled at if you take shit out of the box. I'm That's like, why you're supposed to buy two, Christian. Come on, I, do, I don't have the money. <laughs> like, yeah, there we go. That's it. Pokemon for a living, Jim. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, you know who has the money? Cash. You know who has the money? The person who bought this nine hundred thousand dollar. That's right. That's the guy we we are aspiring to have the money like. This is yep. this is probably his second Pikachu Illustrator. You know, the first one. He already has played. the nine. Yeah, he thinks he got nine. a good deal on this one. This is the <laughs> junk one that he just like has lying out on his coffee table. Like, oh, that that's just considering that's just that I know a person who has not one, not two, and not three, but four DeLoreans. Yes, what? There are people like that. There's like a, the the crazy yeah. thing about that's a, that is that's a lot of like, DeLoreans. That's like yeah, that's like a sizable percentage of the like available DeLoreans in the world because Correct. there's only like 220 of those left. Correct. Correct. Yes, because my my best friend's husband owns one. He brought it to my wedding. It was a great moment. Uh, his friend just bought a fourth DeLorean for the sole purpose of it being his junk one that he just drives around. Town. I don't. That's. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't, I can't, I can't, I cannot relate to you, <laughs> but I'm great for you. All right, let's finish up our news uh, roundup and then get to some of the uh, the other stuff. Yeah, look, we knew this one was going to come. Pokemon Unite has already nerfed Hoopa. Yeah, Hoopa got an update. They had um, to. I, I was laughing about this. Let's see exactly like what happened to it. I mean, they basically made <laughs> Hoopa God. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like they had to. There was no. Oh, I went on a so I went on a tear with Hoopa. The times I could get him because literally everyone would rush to get Hoopa to play in matches. 
Like I, I've never seen I've never seen Pokemon get chosen faster in matches than than like this past week. Yeah. So basically, they're they're all these updates are trying to like tweak some of the teleportation stuff because apparently some wild stuff is going on with these teleporting. So like uh, Hoopa, if both if both teams Hoopas simultaneously use their unite move, they would be teleported to their opponent's ring. Like basically, the the unite moves uh, that that ring that would pop up that you mm-hmm. can teleport to one time you could teleport it would teleport you to the wrong ring so there yeah. was that um so you could literally like lead your opponents into a trap if both people had a hoopa um hoopa was able to teleport like pokemon while the pokemon was under a movement restricting effect which apparently you weren't allowed to do. so you could use hoopa to bail out your guy like your your teammate who got like you know stuck by something that like impeded them uh, opponents were getting teleported to your base when they're hit by the same certain moves at the same time as the Pokemon dealing the attack is teleported to base by Hoopa. So this was a bad one. So when an opponent was attacking you and you were trying to bail out because of your Hoopa teleport, the opponent would follow you into your base. Which actually, <laughs> that could be like both good and bad because if everyone's yep. at the base, you could just murder them. Um, and then uh, finally, players teleporting with opponents when certain moves are uh, at the when the opponent is teleporting, you could actually chase them while they were teleporting. So basically, Hoopa's you know Hoopa's stuff was just like broken from the very get go, and they're trying to fix it. Ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. As someone who was playing a whole lot of it, it was just like, oh boy, this is going to. This is gonna like not not be fun. Uh, to be fair, I did have I did have a few games that I was like, oh, okay, this is, I I get it, right? Because like once you start to get good with it, then you're like, oh, I I see what's going on here. And then when, but when you're on the receiving end of it, you're like, Pokemon, this Pokemon's broken, it needs to be nerfed. But I uh, so my neighbor, my uh, neighbor who's like ten. Um, he, he like hopped back into Pokemon Unite, uh, for the first time in like a hot minute. So he got like the 4,000 gems or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think I'm going to go buy myself a Pokemon. Which Pokemon should I buy, Chris? I'm like, Hoopa, you, you absolutely should buy Hoopa. And so then him and my son were apparently playing Pokemon Unite. And my son like comes back. He's like, Hoopa is the best Pokemon of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so the, they're, they're, to unbreak Hoopa, but I, I think that genie is literally out of the bottle. Um, yep. there's, there's no sticking them back in. Oh, I see what you did there. Ah. Ah. What that what Megan did was she she made it that was a sound of disapproval when you said <laughs> a that. little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I expected it and I accept it, and it's fine. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. Pokemon Go's Alola event. We'll do a little bit of discussion there. And then uh, some Pokemon Scarlet and Violet way too early speculation, as Christian has in the uh, the show notes. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Don't want to miss it. It's going to be fun. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. By the way, got to give a quick shout out to uh, to Peter, new member of the comic book team, working behind the scenes, making uh, some really awesome thumbnail graphics for all our video stuff, including that uh, terrifying uh, Fue Coco image that the folks in chat saw during the break. And you'll see it when you see the thumbnail for the episode. So uh, welcome, Peter. Thank you. Uh, and we love you. All right. Pokemon Go Alola event is live. Yes. So uh, as as we talked about last week, um, you know, uh, everything kind of, sorry, started raining really heavy outside as soon as <laughs> I said that. As we talked about last week and then the thunder rumbled. Um, so the season of Alola is here. So they just announced that, you know, the entire, uh, you know, the, the entire next three months will be dedicated to Alola uh, with uh, Alolan Sandshrew being our first community day. Um, the first event rolled out is the Welcome to Alola event. It's a kickoff event. We kind of covered it last, uh, you know, uh, last week, but I don't think it officially got announced until after our podcast aired. Um, so it includes the three starter Pokemon, Young Goose, Pick-A-Pack, and one other one, which I'm forgetting. No, that's it. Those, so those are coming up. Uh, those are the ones that are being introduced now. Uh, Tapu Coco is in the five-star raid. Um, it looks like we're going to get another, um, another Tapu here, uh, before the end of the month, because you know how they release that monthly, like March, here's what's going on thing. Uh, they, they have like a, Oh, we have another five-star raid coming up at the end of the month, but we're not, are going they going to gonna release the, the Tapus too fast? Cause I feel like that's, what's going to happen here. They have an opportunity to potentially drag it out a little bit and we may get them all and then be like, why isn't Pokemon releasing any new Pokemon? Well, you know, I, I got a feeling based on how they did like the gen five stuff, it's just going to be a drip, 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 drip. Yeah. You know, there's just that there's like the problem is there's like not enough. Oh, thank you, Zenpai. Rock Ruff is the one I forgot it. Forgot. Mm. Uh, Rock Ruff is in raids and eggs. Um, so, yeah. So, like, you know, with the Gen 5 stuff, you know, they they really had to spread it out. And like Alola, oh, no, Gen 5 and Gen 6, because, you yeah. know, they, they, I mean, Gen 6 was a tiny, tiny generation because a lot of their design, a lot of the design power you know, or energy mm -hmm. uh, went into those mega evolutions. You know, that was yeah. that was the what Gen 6 was all about. With Gen 7, you know, since it's just like, oh, we're doing Z crystals, you know, it's a little bit bigger, you know, and they have also did the, the, the other issue is they had all the Alolan, you know, variants, which have already been introduced in Pokemon Go. So it's not, like kind of, they don't have a lot in this one um, either. So it'll be weird. But here's but, the uh, question. Here's the real question, though. Yes. Is this enough to get you uh, like back to playing Pokemon Go? Because, like, right, Megan, aren't you on a bit of a Pokemon Go break? Yeah. This, is this, enough, is this enough to bring you back? Um, not yet. No. I mean, <laughs> so, no. I'm, I'm there. There will be some things I'm interested in as 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 we get more. But I mean, this first kind of wave, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, gun ho about um, Christian. How about you? Curious to see how it goes, though. No, probably not. Uh, so I might go and hop back in um, 
towards the uh, middle of the month because it looks like they're going to add uh, Vavillian or Vavillian um, mm-hmm. to the game. On you know, uh, they have a festival of cover- colors event going on from March fifteenth to March twentieth, and they like strongly they go that ah. You know, so they have like a, a Vavillion reference in there. So if they have Vavillion. I'll probably go and hop back in to get one of those um, because I don't have that in my Pokemon Home decks. Um, so I'll, I'll probably do that one. Um, but other than that, I just uh, oh, it's Meg- the- Megan. What would it take to to get you back in a bit more? I mean, forward? honestly, the thing for me is I keep waiting for a big story push similar to what we had with the mm. team rocket first kind of entering the game mm-hmm. you know you know in the in the throes of the pandemic um that that was the most invested i've been uh in pokemon go for a while i've i've made it very clear on this podcast that i'm, I'm a very story driven person and so when pokemon go just kind of gets down to the mundane you know here's an event, here's a research task, do X, Y, Z. If there's not like a nice thread to follow, I'm not as invested, um, you know, especially because I just have like the weirdest spawn rates, even if I'm using like lures and stuff where I live. So like, I, I don't feel as much of an incentive. Um, so I'm really hoping that we get a nice little Alolan lore kind of storyline that I can follow, you know, whether or not it's Team Rocket or, or something else. Um, that's, I think that's honestly at this point what it's going to take. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like my big thing, the reason, the reason why I kind of, um, you know, stopped playing Pokemon Go uh, for the most part. I mean, there's all the, the changes that they made. Like, it's just when I turn on the game nowadays, there's just not as much there. Like, you mm-hmm. know, for the most part, I'm, you know, I, I am still in my house. Um, like, I'm, I'm a little bit more active than I was during, like, the height of the pandemic. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like they dialed back the, the what is available to those of us who are still being more cautious and stuff like that. And, you know, that's that's like a big a big thing. Um, and you know, like, um, I, I, I kind of miss being able to go out and do like the community games, community days and, you know, some of the events and stuff like that and like get out to the park and things like that. And, you know, part of it was, I just got busy. Um, you know, when you have a third kid, you run out of free time. Um, but you know, like the little time that I do have, you know, when I would open up Pokemon go, there'd be like two Pokemon, I'd catch them and then nothing would show up for 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much the same thing for me. And so that is a little bit more disconcerting considering that I have experienced what it's like when things actually happen and I don't have to, you know, expend as much, you know, resources and stuff, you know, living a little bit further away from, you know, major metropolitan areas that are going to have, you know, plentiful respawns, bins, Apawazu, you know, polka stops, stuff like that. Um, so I miss that and normally you know i'll i'll bring up pokemon go and i'll be like eh i'm gonna pay i'm gonna play you know a different honestly nine times out of ten if i'm pulling a pokemon app on my phone it's cafe remix (laughs) (laughs) i I mean it's you know say what you want but i still get the same kick of trying to collect the pokemon it's engaging because it's a puzzle game it's super freaking cute which you know i love all things cute uh, so that's that's kind of honestly become my go-to um, when it comes to Pokemon mobile apps is Cafe Remix. Yeah. 
It's it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I keep trying to get the tot lot in my neighborhood uh, to to be a gym, um, but uh, no, to to no avail just yet. Right? I'm just, I want to hack it to be like have something uh, close to to do it. But uh, I think for, you know, for me, it's uh, it's interesting. There haven't been, you know, like the. Uh, like even like with the like variations of Pokemon or the Pokemon that are being made available in, in community days or whatnot, like the last, the last batch or string of community days, things like that haven't been all that great. Um, and so I think that like, cause I used to be big on that stuff just cause like, it's, I like the fun of it. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a much more of a casual player than, than anything else. And so, you know, being able to know like, Oh, I'm going to get a shiny on this day or whatever. Like it's fun. And so like, you know, I want to be able to get a shiny easily. And, but like, but only really in the, like for the Pokemon that I, I kind of care about, I guess. Um, wow. Calder. Wow. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It, I think Megan, you, you're hit on, hit on the right point because I think a lot of the story stuff is is what drove a good chunk of um our excitement over the the last couple of years uh playing the game and now it just doesn't it feels like it's kind of spinning its wheels a little bit um mm-hmm. before it kind of moves on to to some other stuff and again it just feels really weird that you know they're just now making a big deal out of alolan pokemon while we already have galarian pokemon in the game and we're about to get a new you know not only that we have his we have now we have a Suian variants and we're about to get a whole new generation, you know, kind of, I mean, not right around the corner, but soon enough. And mm-hmm. so it feels like there is a lot of, um, and there's a lot of ground for them to get like, but at first we were like, Oh my gosh, they're, they're running out of Pokemon. But now it feels like there's a bit more ground for them to, to catch up on. that. I'd like to see them maybe start, start moving on. And Damon streams in the chat goes, I genuinely don't know anyone who played go for the story. Uh, I, so I don't say you know, we're playing for the story as more, uh, as opposed to the types of gameplay slash events that the story provides, I yeah. think is more, uh, more what, what we play, play that for. And it, so, it, it made it more interesting. It gave it yes. another facet. You know, I've played Pokemon Go since the beginning. It's been years and years and years of me grinding and collecting Pokemon, which I still love. I'm a very completionist kind of person. Like at some point, like I'm going to hit a wall. And when we had the Team Rocket kind of story emphasis events, you know, a while back, that gave me something different to focus on. And, mm-hmm. it, and it made me really invested in playing the game again. And now that it's reverted back, I kind of am feeling that kind of staleness a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it is impressive that this game has lasted as long as it has. Oh, you know, for like, sure. Like a mobile game, a mobile game lasting, you know, uh, five years. I mean, and they've added a significant amount of content. This is not mm-hmm. a knock on Pokemon Go. Like, you know, and I think that while we are kind of a little bit like burned out, um, they kind of have, um, you know, like, I think it's just like, you know, a summation of like a thousand little cuts, but it's a thousand little cuts that have kind of come up because we've been doing. Well, right. But I don't even know what the game is doing to, to bring new fans back in. Right. Like what, like what new fan is going like, Oh, I want to play. They're not into Pokemon go because of X, Y, like, I don't even know what those reasons are. 
I mean, here's 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 what it is. You know, it's it's they are. It used to be. Remember, Pokemon Go drove interest to the Pokemon franchise. Now, 1, the Pokemon franchise is driving interest to Pokemon Go. You're getting yep. people who were 10 years old when Pokemon Go came out, who are 16 and now have phones and now can do yep. this. That's that's where it's that's where the new players are coming from. Um, and yep. but I mean, I, I and they've also it's a lot easier to onboard onto Pokemon go now. Um, and uh, you know, like they, they have like things designed to like help get you up to speed and stuff like that. But, you know, like I said, I, I think that we are, they, they don't have that many more Pokemon left to add to this game. I mean, they have a bit, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's 900 Pokemon species. And I think that, there's right. And that said, I, I do want, cause I know like, it does feel like we're very like down on Pokemon go. I think it's more like we want, we want Pokemon go to bring us kind of the same excitement that we had again now that said there is someone in the chat glock bell too uh who mentioned like i, I like i i'm only here for pokemon go stuff and which is great and so you know so i, I tossed out the question to ask her um you know what are some things that she likes uh, or what that they like about the game and they said i've loved research since it uh, first launched right now i'm working through johto special i trade with friends almost weekly which is nice to get out i admit it's been hard to stay engaged after finishing the level 50 tasks which is i think those are are great um you know like those are all still very good reasons. Like there are still very lively, uh, you know, I know even super locally here, right? Like in uh, the town that we're in, like on Facebook, there are very lively uh, groups that still go, you know, get out and meet and, and do all that stuff. And that is fun. Like, look, we need the, like us, uh, you know, uh, us filthy casuals need those groups to, uh, you know, to, to maintain that interest. So we thank you for your time uh, and, and, and effort in the game. But I think, like I said, yeah, I think we're all getting to, to the same point where it's like, like we would love nothing more than for the game to be um, back at, at its peak. And I think there are, there are a few things here or there um, to, 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 to just to get to that point um like i said like i would lo- like i know it, it's going to be a while to till we get there megan but like i would love to see like dynamax or gigantamax like in pokemon go right like you know that mm-hmm. like that would be fun i think you know at the same time like for us to just kind of get mega and all that jazz just shows like there's probably way more developmental stuff that that goes into oh, some of this absolutely <laughs> i mean immeasurably so yeah um yeah, I mean, in, in the chat, and Calder, you know, 27 says, like, just even, like, Z-moves or something, if we're going to be moving into, like, Alola Pokemon or something, like, that's that's really, really something that I would like to see. Um, and I, I will say, you know, there are the hardcore groups that I still see, you know, playing Pokemon Go, but a mm-hmm. lot of my casual friends who, you know, I would do trades with or I would do, you know, pvp because that's how we would interact with each other you know they've put the game down as well um Mm -hmm. and so that that it's kind of like a a combined effect i feel like you know my friends lose interest i'll lose interest um and usually like when the team rocket stuff was happening like i was the one who really got all of my friends back into it because i was like guys giovanni he's here let's Mm -hmm. go let's go um so when we get another event like that, I feel like I'll be there. Um, I'm not entirely jaded, even though all I've done is complain for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> um, I'm not entirely jaded no. yet. Um, because there there is still so much potential, even in this game that has been around for, you know, 
years at this point, which is a very impressive shelf life for a mobile app. Um, mm. So I'm just keeping my fingers crossed, man. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to uh, the Scarlet and Violet discussion with some uh, way too early speculation. Uh, Christian, why don't you give us the uh, little tidbit about Fue Coco that you think you may have stumbled on? Well, so this is, you know, this this is kind of one of those things where um, this this shows my unfamiliarity with Spanish culture. Um, mm. So, you know, Fue Coco got, uh, you know, initially described as a crocodile. It's, you know, it's literally like the fire croc Pokemon. And, you know, it's it's this cute little thing. It looks kind of like a pepper, um, you know, and, you know, fuego, you know, that means fire, mm-hmm. cocoa, you know, and you think, oh, cocoa, like cocoa beans, stuff like that. No, in Spain and in many Latin cultures, uh, cocoa is the name of like a boogeyman type cryptid, which occasionally is depicted as a crocodile. This thing mm. is literally the boogeyman as a cute little monster. Which is like the most Pokemon thing ever. So, do we think is it this going to be fire, fire dark ghost. or fire ghost? Yeah, fire dark with Incineroar. Uh, this yeah. thing's going to be another fire ghost. Fire uh, ghost. Like, but so my like, question is: Is it going to evolve and become like progressively creepier? Because that's going to kind of break my heart. This guy's I mean, I hope so. I mean, I know that, but like. He's so cute. Give me, give me, give me edge lord, fire croc, demon thing. We have so many edge lord Pokemon though, <laughs> as it is. Can we have like a? Cheer Do we thing? really though? Do we really have so many? So did you meet? Did you meet Sobble or any of Sobble's <laughs> evolution? He looks like he's not only worked at Hot Topic for ten years, but he's moved up to manager. <laughs> so, so my my favorite thing about coco uh is that you know it's variously described shapeless figure sometimes a hairy monster that hides in closets or under beds and eats children that misbehave when they are called to go to bed just straight up yep nope and and i love the game freak is like oh you know like we uh you know, look at look at uh, you know like man we we really need like a new fires type starter you know what let's let's go and have that Let's go and have that monster that eats children in Spain. Yeah, let's turn that into an adorable little thing. This, you know, this thing is going to go and eat people. I guarantee it. It's going to be great. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, big uh, big discussion about going uh, going on between uh, you know fire ghost versus fire dark. And so fire ghost, you know, obviously we've got Chandler, Marowak, Typhlosion, um, which, you know, yeah. The the but, fire dragon, I could see that. So Fue Coco, Coco is also the name of kind of a uh, female dragon uh, that you know has popped up, uh, you know, in um, you know the you know Iberian Peninsula. So it, it could be tied to that. Like it's kind of used as it, it's kind of like an equivalent to like Saint uh, like Saint George and the Dragon. Um, mm. You know, so that's. Um, you know that that's that's kind of uh, a shtick that could go on. So it could be that, but you know, like it, it's just like one of those things where I thought that was really freaking clever. Um, that you know you you initially miss, and I think it like speaks to, um, like you know, as as the Pokemon company starts to branch out away from Japan, mm-hmm. and it has for the last like I guess now four generations. Um, you know, or five, five generations, you know, I, I do think that, you know, with the, like, like Innova and, 
um, you know, the Kalos region and stuff like that. Like the the cultural bits were mm-hmm. kind of just bits, you know. And I mm-hmm. think that as they go on, they're starting to incorporate more and more of the culture, like you know, deeper into it. Like I I, I found like you know that was like one of my favorite parts about the Galar region um, was like it felt very British. And I got a feeling that this is going to be the same thing. Is is it is it too? I mean, look, this is one of the what I'm about to say is not a new idea or anything. It's one of those things I think has been talked about, whatever. But truly, now at this point, seeing seeing everything else that we've got, is it truly too ambitious for like a full on Pokemon game that lets you travel to all of the regions? I don't think this. I, this so. Not saying that's what this game is, but I just mean it kind of would, in general. It would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if um, there is at least a bit of Kalos in this new game. You know, mm-hmm. the, in, you know, France is right next to Spain in real real life. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, you know, the Galar region. You know, uh, you, mm-hmm. you have the uh, you know Gilbertar, like the northern part. God, I, <laughs> I did <laughs> Um, there we go. There we go. Go to geography. What is it with that? I mean, it has been. I don't know. It's been years. It is. This is such a nice throwback to our origins as a podcast. (laughs) For long time listeners, that is a deep cut that you just experienced. (laughs) There may be a grand total of of 20 people being like, oh, I got that joke. What comes around goes around. That's it. Oh, anyways. We need to sell pins. I like the pronunciation of that word. That's, you know, that that is, that is, uh, that that ties into the the Kalos region. So it would not surprise me if we get a little bit of Kalos and a little bit of Galar in this new game. I mean, because they're right there. You know, this isn't like, um, you know, uh, the, the, it's not like, you know, the difference between the Galar region and the, the Alola region is like, right. you know, the you know that's like, is, you know, ha- literally across the world from each other. You know, these mm-hmm. are literally right next to each other. And we haven't had something like that since, you know, Kanto and Johto. Uh, so I could see it. I, I could <laughs> totally see it. Um, well, I, I will say not to bring that thing back up, but Argala 14, I haven't seen you in chat in a really long time. And the fact that you popped up for that moment really makes me feel great inside. So thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing is, is so, you know, we do think we've discovered the tie between Pokemon games. So, you know, mm-hmm. the last few Pokemon mm-hmm. games, there's been a couple of Easter eggs, a game freak kind of like drops in. Um, you know, to kind of hint at what the next game is. You know, we had the strange souvenir uh, in Pokemon X and Y that hinted at Kalos. Uh, you know, Toxtricity, um, you know, its uh, Gigantamax form was on a poster in Sun and Moon. Um, mm-hmm. And so for Galar, you know, people have been like scouring, looking for, you know, what, what, the, what the clue is. And so in the trailer, the live action trailer, you know, for whatever reason, and this is weird, Grapes and oranges are very prominently featured in that trailer. Not only are there grapes and oranges like sitting on a table and they kind of like do a slow pan to it. Like there's um, actual like, you know, like by the doors, there's like grapes and oranges, like symbols that clearly are like found in the game uh, that are kind of like put up there in uh, the Hotel Ionia. And I think that's in Surchester. 
uh, in uh, the Galar region. Uh, there's a wing of the hotel that you can't access, but you can like look into it, and the wallpaper on there is grapes and oranges. That's a deep cut, man. Hmm. That is certainly a deep cut. Yeah, that so a, you know that's that that's that's, that's the Easter cut. egg. More likely than not, what that means, who knows? <laughs> but we we figured it out. Don't know what it means, but we figured it out. Well, I mean, I know that. Spain, I mean, I know in Spain, there's, I can't remember the city's name. I remember learning about it, but there's like a city that's like one of the only cities in the world that has like, like the amount of oranges that they produce. It's like a ridiculous amount. Like oranges are like a huge fruit in Spain. It's like that kind of relates to the Iberian Peninsula, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's all tapas, right? Like that's what. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, grapes, wine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm the sure chat. Uh, I'm sure that Seville. Yeah, that's that's where yeah. all the oranges are from. Like, yeah, there's like I'm a ton sure of oranges. If they show um, up on a on a charcuterie board somewhere, for sure. Yeah. So. Who uh, knows? Uh, so, uh, Damon, uh, no, sorry, Zempai in the chat. Do you think we'll, we're still going to get regional variants? I think regional variants are here to oh, stay. Yeah. Only because it is a way for the Pokemon company to um, look. We're at how many different Pokemon now? Eleven, I think. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder to 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 design some new ones, right? And so this is a way for them to uh, you know get around that a little bit. Well, well, it also it also allows them to like revisit old species, right? And bring kind of like zest them up a little bit. You know, like they can take like useless species like Geodude, Raichu, uh, you know, Pokemon that nobody like, and you know, uh, give it a fresh coat of paint. Look, I think uh, I think Violet and Scarlet is perfect opportunity to give the Bell Sprout line a little zhuzhing. Ah, right? I, I, I can I'm see in. that. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see Weeping Bell finally get like a like a branching evolution. Like it is it is mm-hmm. BS that you know Gloom you know got blossom. <laughs> Well, you know, we still get like derpy, derpy weeping bell, you know, like we have derpy gloom and derpy weeping bell. And then we've got like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like gloom evolves into an even uglier plant. And also this like very cute hula dancer. Um, Oh, but weeping bell, it just turns into an even larger pitcher plant that, you know, it's like, well, what, you know, like, give me, I don't know, like, give me like, like muscle man, like, you know, like pitcher plant. Like I, I want him where he's like, like you know, like buff or something like that. Like, give me a weeping bell with like a six pack. What? What? You other, know what? That's uh, not an image I necessarily cared to imagine. Nope. That w- I was I was not sure where you were going to go with that, and that is definitely not where I thought you were going. I go mean, we that. all know that my pick for this new gen, as it is with every gen, is give me some more EV <laughs> Well, <laughs> like, of course. I will never. I will never complain, and I will never stop asking. We um, didn't get a new one. In, in I'm I know <laughs> I'm getting well, I'm really actually, impatient, guys. <laughs> I'm genuinely shocked that we didn't get one in Gen Eight. Like, I know it was perfect. It was right there. If I do not get me another EV soon, I, they're missing so much money on the table. You want to know how much money I would put down on merchandise for a new EV evolution? I think more oh, yeah, than is probably pro- responsible the- for somebody my age. I think but, the problem is that they're still making money hand over fist with the current evolutions, and so but they'll make even more. Totally fine. Even more. Uh, Glockbell yeah, two. Like Andy Allen. Oh, 
I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just chat it real quick. Glock Bell Two uh, mentioned Vileplume is adorable. Vileplume, uh, I would uh, suggest going back and trying to find the episode where we had Vileplume as the fact of the week. May change your opinion on Vileplume for sure. It's terrifying, horrifying, even. True. But um, but wait. So oh, okay. So uh, so you know, obviously we mentioned you know like the uh, Valasum uh, line. What what other line do you think could use a, a good a good judge? For a regional variant. Oh, uh, let's see here. You know Skarmory? I I love that bird. Oh, That's like yep. one of my favorites. Mm. Um, but you know, it's a junk Pokemon. Give Skarmory an evolution. Like, you know, like that. Let's uh let's 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 go and make Skarmory, like, you know, like Skarmore er. Um, and you know, like I don't know, give it even more like blade wings. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up animals that are well known in the iberian peninsula and one of the top hits is the eurasian beaver so if i don't get a variant of bidoof <laughs> i'm just saying it now you don't give me a little spanish whatever region this is going to be named if i do not get a variant of bidoof words with somebody <laughs> Everyone thinks Tauros is going to get one. I can see that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, right? that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. very obvious mm-hmm. now that you say it. Yeah, I've I've seen that one get like bandied about a bunch. That's a uh, that's a great. That's yeah, a great that's one. a good pick. That is absolutely a good pick. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, Chris, let's do the Pokemon fact of the week, and then we'll get out of here. Okay, Pokemon fact of the week: Slugma. We're Slugma. You know, just a just a delightful slug made of magma. Did you speaking know? Of that po- slu- speaking of Pokemon that could use your zhuzh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <that's true. laughs> you know, it, it's really funny because, you know, Slugma, they, they're like, yeah, did you know Slugma is made of magma? It's like, yeah, because it's in the freaking name. <laughs> um, but uh, the, 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 this is one of those like sad Pokefacts of the week. Slugma Aww. never sleeps because if it stops moving, it'll start to harden. And its body oh, will start no. breaking off. And so, yeah, yeah, you know, poor Slugma. And then, like Mac Cargo, that that shell is literally, you know, its body hardening because it's cooled down. And so, in order to like replenish its body, <laughs> because you know it's it's brittle, so there's all these holes <laughs> and stuff. So, 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 so Slugma is not really an evolution. Slugma is not really an evolution. It's more of a. I, it's a po- it's a slugma that's given up a little bit. It's it's a slugma that's just slowed <laughs> down. He doesn't have the step that it used to. Well, that's upsetting. Uh, so it's know. basically just like a molten volcano shark. Yeah, can't stop like, moving. The, the alpha, <laughs> if it stops moving, bad things. The happen. Omega Ruby. I'm not, oh yeah. So the Ruby and Sapphire ones. Like talk about its circulatory system, or the, yes. the fact that it does not have one. Or no, that it does have one, and it's just it's all mech. But like, okay. But now here, okay. So now here we go. So are we to assume that all Pokemon have all organs? I mean, I mean I guess, generally right? speaking, I mean we we know that like Poliwhirl, you can see its little, you know, its stomach. You know, I didn't, I didn't we have Pokemon who throw their stuff, innards out are. to attack you. So yeah, yeah, yeah Pukumuku. I mean, I guess, I guess Slugma would need a circulatory system. I mean, I feel like the only ones that aren't, you know, like, ad- like adhered to this biological standpoint are the ghost Pokemon. No, right. I mean, and, and things like Geodude. I mean, Geodude's just rock. 
But how is magma carrying about. oxygen and nutrients to the b- rest of the body? Don't think about it too much, Jim. Yeah, because they because do slugs have do slu- do I mean, do slugs have a circulatory system? Like, listen, guys, this is a children's franchise. We're not supposed to think about it too much, or otherwise <laughs> we're going to start crying and get really <laughs> sad. Split. Like, geez, you know, like if once you start realizing that Slugma's body is made of magma and also its circulatory uses magma. Therefore, isn't it its, its entire body just blood? It's literally a blood slug, a fiery blood slug. That's something out of Bloodborne. You know, like that's 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 not that's not a Pokemon. That's an Elden Ring monster. You know, <laughs> but also it's just cute eyes. We're not supposed to. We're like, oh, look at the little slugma. It's just slowly it, moving around. Let's go and capture it. And then it more, the now thing. it makes it more badass. Well, here's here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it's up. like in the in the comments we have lava throws. Through its veins, but its entire yeah. body is lava. So yeah, it makes it's no just sense. All veins. <laughs> it is just a <laughs> horrifying monstrosity. Yeah, you know, like listen, like Slugma. You know, here's the crazy thing about Slugma. We've now established that you know Pokeballs just go and trigger poke. You know, Pokemon's like shrinking uh, reflex. <laughs> so you know, therefore, like it used to be, like oh the Pokeballs just convert these Pokemon into energy to store them. We now know that's not actually the case. So therefore, when you capture a Slugma and stick it in a ball, you know, does it like stop moving? Is it just kind of like trying to like do like, you know, like (laughs) rotations within the ball in order to keep moving? Because otherwise you throw it out and it's just a Slugma rock. I would imagine it's more like a lava lamp inside of a Pokeball for a Slugma where it's just like slowly kind of drifting in through the pokeball to you know to keep itself moving this is getting too real just a little bit is it, i need to under oh we lost christian again i need to understand more of more of this more about slugma but let us let us know some of your thoughts dear listener tweet at us at pokemon pod cb is the uh, Twitter handle for the show. I'm at Jim Viscardi. Uh, Megan is at Megan Peter CB. Christian, who is now back again at uh, C Hoffer C Puts. Uh, we love hearing from you. We love seeing uh, pictures from all the games and stuff that you're playing. Uh, Damon Streams, Poke Biology. Make it a game. Make a game of it, Game Freak. I mean, look, that's probably going to be the next step in Legends, right? Like Legends helps uh, starts getting us uh, information. And then sure, sure enough, uh, Legends 2 is going to be uh, all about the biology of Pokemon as, as, we, as they flesh out the Pokedex. Because, God, could you imagine? Forget it. We're not going down that tangent. Not, not this week. We'll do it next week. Uh, but like I said... Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Obviously, best ways to support the show are just send the send the link to a friend uh, who who has interested in Pokemon. If you're in a Pokemon group, drop this in there and say, "Hey, friends, I listen to this Pokemon uh, podcast every week. It's great. The hosts are fun, and and uh, the community is great." So, uh, and then, like I said, or leave us a five star review on iTunes. We definitely love and appreciate those. So, um, thank you, thank you, thank you for those who have done, who plan to do so, um, and maybe are doing so right now as you listen to the show. That's going to do it for us this week. Hope you all have a bunch of shiny luck, except if you're playing Legends, because you don't need it. We'll catch you all next week. Later, folks.